everyone. Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you doing? I've just had a squash, which isn't mine. I've stolen it from one of my housemates, and I feel like <gasps> it's literally, I feel like as we did that clap, it like hit me, and now I feel like a bit high <laughs> Sugar, energy, oh! <laughs> injected into the veins. Yes, that's what we like to hear. You, Hello, you everyone. Stole it. You stole the squash from your roommate. Like, uh, so, like the but you've, you've borrowed some of their squash, yeah, or like yeah, they yeah. poured themselves a glass of squash, and you just were like, no, 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 no I borrowed some of their squash. <laughs> oh, okay. I'd planned to have a cup of tea and then I got downstairs and I was feeling quite hot so I didn't want a cup of tea but I didn't want just water and their squash was on the side and I was like that's what that is what I want that's what I'm after yeah so that's what I did I'm also on the squash look mine is nearly gone hence the sugar rush but it's peach it's it's a different colour this is strawberry love that for us squash sisters I don't know how I feel about strawberry squash yeah it's um it's just it's like the it's like hella sugary just hella sugar yeah condensed into a liter water bottle so Love. yeah so I've got my coaster I've open. got my coaster Actually. open we're ready to go ah! we're on things today Fine. aren't you guys just so grateful that we're such professionals <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> we just did an intro and I cannot tell you what we spoke about like I do not have a clue what we just said. Did we just speak about squash for like a I minute? I think we did. I think that was our introduction this week, I think. <laughs> we were just like, diluting juice? Diluting juice. Diluting juice. That's... Nobody calls it diluting People juice in, in England. where I'm from call it diluting juice. <laughs> I remember someone asking me if I, had, if I wanted a diluting juice. <laughs> Sorry, oh, what the fuck? It's, it's an active name for it. It's like it's consistently, cons- constantly just being diluted. And you never know. Like it sounds a bit like s- Southern States of America hillbilly, like oh, a diluting juice. Dalit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, darling, can I get you a diluting juice? That's an Australian accent. Exactly. <laughs> Let's not go back there. <laughs> Accents are well. not not the one for us. <laughs> Uh yeah no, so my co-star headline mm-hmm. says, "Spend quality time with yourself today." Oh, and I'm gonna be honest, that's good advice. I haven't done that. No. So I got up and I drove my friend to school. Okay. I then went on a school trip, which we'll get onto in the second half of this episode. Ooh, can't wait with, for that. Uh... <laughs> can't wait for this. With uh. Elodia tense. I then drove another friend home from school. I literally got home and my boyfriend who's been isolating for the past week was like, can I come and see you? And I was like, yes. And he has been with me until the minute we started recording this episode. So there has been zero quality time. So much alone time today. Just, oh wow. It's been a fucking intense. Got that. And then um, uh, underneath, you know, you know, it's got a list of three things that you should do and you should don't do. Right, okay, yeah. My on my list of don't dos for today is burnout. Right, and I feel like you did. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I did, but also like, what a stupid thing! Like, I don't need you to tell me. <laughs> it's not really to not burn yeah, out. It's like, not mind blowing advice. I think everybody's constantly it, trying to do that all of the time. Right. It says yeah. don't avoidance burnout. Or chasing your tail. (laughs) Which I'm going to be honest, as a person that doesn't have a tail, like most people don't, I don't do that. Yeah, what do you want you to do with that? Oh my God. Sorry. I don't want you to avoid things, but all at the same time, don't do anything. 
there's that there's make sense. there's also a headline a little bit further down uh-huh. that says how to handle this period. Underneath it, it says you and your friends are risk taking builders. Oh, what <laughs> risk taking builders? That seems like an oxymoron. I feel like there's a lot of health and safety. As in, like, on is it describing sites. us? That's why they wear hats. Yeah. Is it? Is it describing us as builders? I would have preferred the term architects to be honest. Oh. <laughs> and there we go, people. You had it here. Ashley, co-star writer. She's still going for a job. I'm so i'll write your fucking shit for you bro like I, i'll do a better job i'll write your fucking shit for you bro <laughs> doesn't that sound like the best offer you'd ever receive i'll write your fucking shit for oh you, my like. god i also have a thing that says your saturn is in aries how spontaneous is an aries question mark and other people have like submitted their things and one of them says i quit my job to become a stripper in a different state <laughs> <laughs> I got married after knowing a guy in person for three months. Oh my god, co-stars dishing out the drama. I haven't updated my app, so maybe I I need to update my app, see if it starts giving me some juicy little tidbits, because that sounds fantastic. I drove to the airport without a plane ticket, booked the first flight I saw, ready to depart, had no idea when I would return or what I would be doing. Turns out the first flight would be to California. Got in a cab, took myself straight to Disneyland. Best decision I ever made. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Someone needs to get a life. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Someone has too much money to spend. Fair, fair play. Yeah, tell me about it. Jesus Christ. Sorry. That was exciting for me. Uh, that was very exciting. Whenever you're ready. Oh, whenever. My. Whenever. Whenever. <laughs> It's good practice for when we do each other's accents. <laughs> oh, sneak, yeah. sneak preview, guys. Whatever. That that episode's coming. <laughs> <laughs> My primary headline says, court chaos, but think twice about dating it. Ooh, what? Ooh. Ooh, I love that wordplay, Kosar. Okay, okay. Feel court it. chaos. I, do you know what? I, this is, de- oh, it's it's read my mind entirely, but I suppose my interpretation of what chaos is is probably very different to what other people would probably interpret chaos as. But like, I feel like I've been trying to get as close to chaos recently as my little anxious brain will allow me. And the past three days, I've kind of been psyching myself up to not quite shave my head, but like Ooh. pretty pretty close to just like get the rid whole of- thing just trying to get rid of most of my hair like people are wearing like mullets Ashley's a lot quite at the attached to her hair as well well I don't know if I am anymore I just because I cut it really really short in 2019 I cut it like up to my chin yeah and that was fine that was that was okay and then uh, um I was I waited for it to grow out a bit and when it got to the length I liked lockdown happened and I just haven't cut it since 2019 so now I'm like oh well if I took it like to above my eyebrows then i've got way more years on left to let it just grow out and do its thing and i don't have to get my hair cut for a while but <laughs> above my eyebrows <laughs> that's the yeah i'll just go in and be like yeah just people are like oh yeah just like above here just like shoulder length and i'm like yeah just like <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> just like roughly the eyebrows <laughs> they're like okay Love that. Interesting. eyebrow length hair 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eyebrow length, like, like, fringe all the way around. Ball cut me, bro. Yeah. Ball cut me. Um, yeah. And my little list of things says, don't missed opportunities. Ooh. Don't elusiveness. Uh, I'm sorry. One second. Missed opportunities. Isn't it kind of inherent? in the fact that you've missed it, that you haven't done it. Like, that is inherent. You yeah, can't I do mean, an opportunity some, that you've missed. Yeah, if something's an opportunity, then it's an opportunity. If something's a missed opportunity, then you've missed it. You can't yeah. rectify that. So You can't do a missed opportunity. No. I understand in, it is saying don't miss opportunities, yeah. but you can't... You have to don't missed opportunities. Because you didn't do so it. So I kind of... It, it would read better if it was do opportunities. Yes. But you know, whatever. Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna pick we're not gonna or pick don't on your co-star. Miss opportunities, not yes. don't miss do missed opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for the criticism, Kosar, but <laughs> you know. I'm not sorry. You haven't offered Ashley a job. She's been trying for weeks. <laughs> Knocking on your door via this very popular audio medium just every week. <laughs> and and there they are just acting like they're not listening. Exactly. <laughs> like why are you ignoring me? <laughs> We know you're, we know you hear us. We know you hear us. So sorry, yeah. It says don't missed opportunities, which is, we've established as wrong. Mm, Yeah, very much so. I have the same feature as you, and I'm very excited to see. It's uh, quite cool. This is very cool. Mine says, how do Leos respond to criticism? I can already tell you right now, co-star. Not well. Not well. Not well. (laughs) Um, So... This is this is a personal anecdote from my Leo son. Criticism always hurts my feelings at first. Once I master my emotions and let objectivity rule my mind, I always learn something to make me better. Either it confirms what I knew was true or shows me a perspective I didn't have that makes me better. I become better at a skill or become a better friend and achieve a more meaningful relationship. It was hard for me to give other people the gift of teaching me. (laughs) Who the fuck has written this? Such a Leo statement. (laughs) And, And seeing their words have a positive effect on me. I am so much happier when this happens. Who the fuck? Do some Leo sons think they are? Like, <laughs> it's just like, how many times did they say, I am better. I am better in that fucking state. Hello. I am I'm better. better. Oh, mad, mad. Give people the gift of teaching me. Wow. That says everything you need to know about Leo sons. That is a fucking in general. I've ever heard yeah. one. Oh my goodness. Wow. But I'm a Capricorn. You're welcome yeah, for exactly. teaching me. You yeah. are welcome. Yeah, you are so privileged to get to be able to do that. But I'm a I'm a Capricorn moon, so <laughs> my Capricorn moon just undermines every kind of self-confidence that I that I might have as a Leo son. So I love that. Yeah, a bit bipolar in that aspect. But that's um that is very funny. Go off, Leo sons. Our friendship thing says. Oh yeah. I forgot Mad. Mad. <laughs> when you don't get your way, it. Oh, sorry. A massive bird just flew right past my window. I thought it was coming in. <laughs> sorry. Come on in. We've got squash. Got no, please don't. <laughs> dilutin juice. We've got the dilutin juice for you right here. 
mad. When you don't get your way, it becomes easier to engage in frustrating problematics. Ashley, on the Mm. other hand, becomes mentally arrogant. (laughs) It's not a good day to talk to them about things that matter to you. If you're direct, there is little chance they will misunderstand you. Pay attention to the cues they're giving you. Why are they always calling me arrogant? (laughs) They always always call me arrogant. If I click on it, it says, As a Leo son, Ashley needs a good story to tell. Give them a wake-up call. (laughs) So, Ashley, this is your wake-up call to stop being fucking arrogant. Uh, (laughs) Because we all know you have been being arrogant. Apparently. I mean, CoStar keeps keeps telling you that I'm arrogant. It doesn't... to, To me, it's just like court chaos, bitch. And I'm like, all right, girl, I see you. I don't even know what to respond to that. Court chaos, but don't be arrogant. Yeah, I mean, maybe it should be more direct with me. I think it's being very passive aggressive right now. And it's like indirecting me. And I don't really like that. That's shady behavior. It it really is quite passive aggressive, actually. Yeah, a little bit. I haven't really thought about CoStar in that way. No. When I click on that little... Uh, feature it says as a gemini son mad wants a reason to believe in something tell them a joke i don't understand how that's related joke will give me a reason to believe tell me a really political joke (laughs) ha 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 the northern irish government (laughs) 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 ha 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 northern ireland (laughs) 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 my life um (laughs) ha (laughs) ha 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 ha, 2021. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Just the concept that is reality. Ha 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 ha. You're right. You're right. Cryptocurrencies. Ha 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 ha. I'm enjoying these. They are giving me reasons. <laughs> to, what did it ha, say? Ha, ha, reasons democracy. to believe. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Capitalism. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Sure. Democracy. Ha 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 ha. Um, dry shampoo. Ha 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 ha. I love dry. Dry shampoo is not a joke. Don't. Don't ha ha ha, dry shampoo. <laughs> We're moving on. That's that's we've taken the jokes too far. That's too far. <laughs> dry shampoo crossed the line. That's too far. Although man. dry shampoo does give me a reason to believe, because true, yeah, that saves you my do life. believe in dry shampoo. I believe yeah. in it. <laughs> As I've got no idea what we've just spoken about for the past fifteen minutes, should we move on? Yeah, to I'm you and me both, bro. I am literally just like empty head. <laughs> We're like we're so spacey i know right we're just chaos recording chaos darling recording chaos. i um literally until after the point i had sat down and we had started recording forgot that we did this segment <laughs> completely I yeah so I, I feel like i'm always just last minute like oh fuck what happened this week yeah i don't pay attention so, to anything i, I mean myself. i've brought the two pieces of news that are on everyone's minds oh i think i i feel like i've brought the same then i feel like I've oh do you want to start off i don't know i'm just because i've say, got two potentially. i've got so. maybe potentially two as well maybe three uh, one's like well, very you, small but yeah I mean, why don't you do one and then i'll do one and then we'll mop up any things that okay us we've okay well i think i'm gonna start off with the thing that's on everybody's mind and i'm and i'm 100 sure it's, it's, it's the too. one that is yeah. on your list um oh fuck yeah matt hancock's a slut <laughs> hey 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 i don't appreciate the use of the word slut because 
I find slut an empowering term and I don't like it being used to describe Matt Hancock. One, because I don't think he deserves any empowerment. And two, I don't like a word that is used to regularly bring down women being used against Matt Hancock because... I don't know. I mean, she. I'd like is a to girl refer boss. to it as <laughs> she's a girl she boss. A girl boss. She'd be getting like... that bread, and she'd be married to the guy who owns all of her bonus. She don't give a fuck. And, <laughs> and she's being paid fifteen thousand pounds to work fifteen days. She's being paid a, a thousand pounds, pounds a day. day. Yeah, a yeah. thousand pounds a Get day. Get that she's bread, girl. Paid. <laughs> she's getting paid as much as a teaching assistant. To do 15 fucking days of work. That's crazy. I'm sorry. That is literally uh, insane. And she got to go to the G7. Yeah. Ain't no teaching assistance at G7. No, no, absolutely not one. No. On that salary? Girl, are you mad? What the fuck? I would like to refer to it as Matt Hancock being a shady fucking lying snake and, and groping his secretary. His own, his own home. Yeah. And her home. What? Like, he broke why their homes. Your, why wreck your home? Like, yeah. why wreck your home yeah with your kids and your wife just like ah throw it just just also, put it on fire just fire and not giving a fucking shit about it like his fucking apology was so pathetic i had to i actually cried laughing with his apology like i have breached covid19 guidelines it's like bro nobody fucking cares about that part it's your fucking slimy ass hands sliding down her arse that everybody's what? upset about that this disgusting and i want that wiped from my mind being his children literally and his and wife finding that out on like national oh. like imagine finding out that your dad's cheated on your mom anyway like oh. that's tough imagine finding out <laughs> and being able to watch it and, and watching it oh. and everybody else finding out at the exact same time as you <laughs> the, the the wife that the soon-to-be ex-wife and good for her like honestly don't rate a Tory. Don't rate anyone that's that's married a Tory. But she has dealt with this like a fucking champ. How has like, she dealt with this actually? Because I have not seen her response yet. I've just been paying there, attention. There to has been Boris. no response. Oh, there's so, been no response. Okay. There's been like there are paparazzi outside her house, and she's basically that's been like, mad. "Get out of my face! Like I'm living my life. I'm raising my children. Like leave me alone." And to the best of my knowledge, and I don't know, but I'm like pretty sure that she didn't know until it came out in the media Mm, um and she's just basically been like she hasn't like lashed out at him which like a fair play to anyone that does there's no judgment here but she's just been like no i'm above this Mm -hmm. i'm gonna live my life i'm gonna raise my kids you paparazzi need to get the fuck out of my way and stop harassing me and I think that that is strong. Yeah. I think that is bold. Yeah, I mean... Because <laughs> I would want to rip the shit out of that person. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, totally. If anyone's a bit confused about what we're referring to... Oh, oh basic- yeah, sorry. Basically, um, they're, like, uh, I suppose every government system has, like, different ministries. So, like, you have the Ministry for Health. And Matt Hancock in the UK In is- some governments, you have the Ministry for Magic... That's also true. That also is in existence. You might be familiar mm, with. Yeah. Sorry. I'm getting sidetracked. I'm really sleepy. One for the millennials thrown in there. Um, and Matt Hancock is basically the Secretary for Health. So he's the head of the Ministry for Health in the British government. And this week, the cameras in his office um, recorded him cheating on his wife with an aid that he had 
employed to god do god knows what i don't know i think they were he, she was advising work for him. 15 days a fucking week yeah. so not a lot yeah. uh, sorry 15 days a week 15 days a year <laughs> 15 days a year yeah so i think she was advising him on stuff in terms of like communication because she's like a digital digital marketing director for oliver bonus which is like a uh, a brand of like like a home interior clothing like a very premium home interior clothing brand it's in like the, Kingdom. the home of middle class white women is yes. all of a bonus yeah like massively D- and that is not an insult to them because i mean it's just facts it just is yeah it's, it's just <laughs> plain facts do you know who shops at oliver bonus who queen of first dates oh yeah i mean yeah i mean i'm not surprised at all right yeah i know right i wish i could shop at oliver bonus but oh god yeah same i don't earn enough i money. i'm not middle class or white enough well i am white but you're definitely white enough, middle class <laughs> enough. <laughs> definitely white enough yeah but neither of us are middle i'm class not middle enough. class or straight enough there we go yeah straight <laughs> yeah also you have to be straight you have to be very very straight white middle class woman. there's no lesbians in there no, there's no you like you do finding, not walk into all of a bonus and no walk in and you find do a not lesbian. find lgbtq members in that shop they are welcome of like, course they, they are yeah we're not there's trying to slander all of our bonus and say that they're homophobic <laughs> but their aesthetic does not it's, it's not aligned it's not aligned um no. No LGBT people <laughs> ever have shopped at Oliver Bonus. You heard it here first. Yeah. News. Talk about a so. news segment. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Gay people don't get Oliver Bonus. And I'm not white, apparently. <laughs> it's all coming out today. Oh, God. <laughs> the exclusive. The absolute exclusive. The sun should Did come you? to us. I mean, come no, on. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> did you um so did you see the news that so i don't i don't know how much you followed this but i have been loving this story <laughs> because i hate matt hancock and i don't yeah. need a reason to hate him no and i already had plenty yeah but now I've got another one. Yeah, so it's, it's fantastic. I, um, oh, I've just been savouring every moment. Every time oh, I see that image of his slimy fucking hand <laughs> sliding oh, down fuck. her arse, I just, it just, it's, it's disgusting. My if brain's you confused. It, you do need to look it up. You really do. There's, um, my brain is so confused. Like it's giving off like sector, like sections of it are like repulsed, but other sections are just like overjoyed to see it at the seat. And I'm just, my brain's like, what's going on? We hate it. We love it. I don't know. Ashley, I'm about to send you a print screen. Okay. Um, of a, of a, um, billboard that's been put up in Brighton because of this. <laughs> I love, um, I love this. I'm already. Have you heard that Boris Johnson is not looking into, someone said that they were, but as in someone in the government said they were, but Boris Johnson is not looking into how this was leaked because the guy that broke the story is his new wife's ex-boyfriend and they are now, his 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 new wife and the ex-boyfriend are in a good, like get on really well, they're really amicable and he doesn't want to... Uh, like the rumor is Boris Johnson hasn't said this, but the rumor is that he doesn't want to fuck his new wife over by looking into this story because it would fuck her ex boyfriend over, who is her really good pal. Oh <clears throat> my god! So he the, he's married to this bitch now? Is this like yeah? Okay, this bitch. This bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. He has he has so many fucking girlfriends and so many children with all of them. That so many fucking children. I, I am surprised yeah, he's, he's committed married to one to of them. I think her name's like Carrie something white and middle class. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> and it straight. Is. And blonde. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> she is blonde. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she has to be. Oh my God. That's hilarious because I saw a news story. Um, I saw a headline about the fact that the government were looking into how this got leaked. But that's so funny that he's just like, no, we're not going to move forward with this. Um, They're also not going to look into if it was appropriate for him to appoint her in the first place into that job position. Which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean... Because obviously it wasn't. Yeah, obviously. Like, if if you thought it was appropriate, (laughs) I just nearly... Did you just see that? Yeah, I hope everyone heard that. I just nearly <laughs> put my water bottle over me. Um, why would you not look into it? It's kind of ridiculous. And... But this billboard is mad that you've just sent me. Basically, it's just a massive blow-up picture of uh, the the moment in question, the the embrace, and uh, massive text. The grope. Line. The grope. Yeah, literally. I mean, it looks reciprocated, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. Pla- feel sorry for her but um I know, right? it says in big writing next to it if one person breaks the rules we will all suffer which was something that he said repeatedly throughout this entire oh, pandemic yeah. so that yeah. is really funny and i love it and what is it? it says underneath stay alert government hypocrisy costs lives amazing whoever put that build up, up billboard up needs a medal a of medal? some kind yeah. Well, they've got our recognition, and that's good enough. I'm, yeah, I, I mean, think. of course, of course, the, the honour. So I actually, I've got two pieces of news, and one of them is more important than the other. Okay. One of them is personal. Okay. Which is that I grew this red chili. <laughs> <laughs> and it's come from my chili plant, which I'm going to show you. Actually, I'm really sorry to all the listeners who are not getting. I mean, did you grow the red chili, or did your chili plant grow the red no, chili? No, no. I have been growing these two chili plants for like a fucking year, <laughs> and the chilies just go green like this, right? And then they don't change color all at once. They go like this. Yeah, it's the oh, weirdest wow. thing you've ever seen. Oh, I suppose it's like a tomato in that way. Tomatoes kind of go like that when you grow them a wee bit. Do they? A wee bit. But anyway. That is so the mo- the wow. the more important of the two pieces of news is that my I mean I think that's I mean was that not the most important piece of news that was the most important piece of news it was much more important than the second piece of news mm-hmm. that I'm going to bring you okay which I'm it might might be one of the pieces of news that you were going to bring me because okay. it's on everyone's mind yeah is the the fucking euros oh that was literally uh, not on my mind at all but it it's on my I mind can because imagine I hate it. being in England it is quite at the fore of everybody's mind it's because it's can't go to the pub because it's on yeah. And then they're booked. Yeah. Can't walk down the street because men are drunk and shouting at you. Yeah. Can't text text a male friend. Do, do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to have a coffee? It's not also, it's not always gendered. Some of my female friends too. And I've lost a lot of respect for them. <laughs> no, can't see them either. Um, the friends that I do have respect for want to hang out. No, I don't want to leave the house during the Euros. Fair play, babes. Honestly. Um... But today England won. Did they? Which for oh, most people, yeah, sick. just just before we started recording this podcast, which for most people is a good thing. Yeah. But for me, it's not because it means that everybody's going to be drunk. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be merry and happy, <laughs> which, but when I say everybody, I mean the straight men, which right, I yeah. despise. Yeah, that's really what we don't want. Straight male happiness. Straight male happiness. And, and they think that they... 
deserve it. They feel yeah. like they have been part of this win and they haven't. <laughs> and oh God. It's coming again. home. It's coming home. Football's coming home. And, and now home. it looks like it is coming home. And I also hate it when straight white men are right. Mm. I mean, is it so coming home? I'd though? rather it didn't is it come coming home. home. Well, it, apparently whatever it is might fucking come home well, I don't think I don't think it's going to come home I don't think it's that gonna... would I I would be ecstatic if it if it stays wherever it currently is and doesn't come home <laughs> I don't know where it is I don't know what it is but if it but just I want stays it to away stay. yeah no I yeah. don't think it's going to come home because well this is my expert analysis of a sport that I <laughs> fucking despise apparently <laughs> just based on like the way that the teams have been set up this year and the drafts England was the favourite to win this anyway. So it's not no, as if, France like, this was, was a... But they're out now, No, I no, think. but, like, between uh, Germany and uh, oh, right, okay. England, England was the... Because everyone's acting like this is such a big deal because they beat Germany. And I'm like, bro, they were already the favourites to win because of the teams. Like, it's not a big... It's not... You're not... You're not bringing it home just yet, fellas, right. okay? Good. Just pipe the fuck down, right? <clears throat> the only time that I enjoyed football, and I mean like really, really enjoyed football, was in summer of 2018 when I was in India and it was the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it because as an, you know, ex-colony, another yeah. country that we totally fucked up when we split it in three pieces, mm-hmm. however the fuck we wanted, they used to play it in clubs, and I mean like in clubs because wow. of the time difference. It would be oh. on at like three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and everybody wanted England to lose. So I loved it. It was a oh, great atmosphere. That is fantastic. And nobody was horrible to me. Yeah, which was great. So that was the only yeah. time I enjoyed football. It wasn't like straight white men. It was like the whole nation united yeah. against Britain, and they that didn't is... give a shit who won. That's amazing. Yeah, it was so nice. I love that so much. I'm actually so, yeah. kind of enjoying the Euros this year. Wow, because I'm in the Netherlands, <clears throat> and just football in Europe is just a nicer experience than football in the UK. Um, people just are a lot more respectful. People behave a lot better and everyone it's it's like a gen it's almost like the vibe that i would associate with football competitions here is kind of more akin to like bonfire night or something like that oh not bonfire night in northern ireland not bonfire no (laughs) no because that's not a peaceful no absolutely not celebration but it's like just very wholesome and there's a lot of flags and everyone's very nice to each other people are speaking to each other in the streets and getting very excited it's very adorable because they've lost so you know (laughs) sorry the netherlands but you know you're shit we all knew but um it's just just really sweet everyone's really excited and it's not just men It's, it's really nice everyone's like a nice level of excited, like Olympics more so, Whereas maybe. in like... Britain, football is about straight white men getting pissed in pubs and going home and beating up their wives and girlfriends. When <gasps> they're... It... Honestly, I'm I'm not joking. Know, Ashley's I laughing because it sounds horrible. No, I'm not laughing because I'm laughing because it's way too close to abuse, home. Like, it's so abuse, true. Like, oh abuse goes... Uh, like, the numbers, the levels of abuse reports goes up when yeah. a man's football team has lost yeah Ge- and no, genuinely, gen- no, genuinely those are statistic. statistics yeah no and 100%. this is what it is like this uh, is what it is yeah so 
Oh my god. The news I'm bringing you is straight white male joy and the fact that I hate it and I want it to end. But also, I don't want it to end because then that will result in violence. So it's it's a really tricky, like, line to toe. Kind of thing. Yeah. I just hate it when they're happy. I hate it when they're angry. Like, I just hate them. (laughs) them. Just wish that they would just shed the weird outer layer of toxic masculinity that makes them behave this way like a fucking snake that needs to be reborn because they are just snakes they are snakes they are snakes yeah Ugh, disgusting snakes but yeah the other tiny bit of news that i wanted to throw in there well i'm gonna make them very small now the two tiny little bits of news was i don't remember if it was today or yesterday but chris witty who is the oh shit yeah <laughs> He is like the chief medical officer and like has been the one providing all of the medical advice in regards to the pandemic to the British government. Uh, He was assaulted in quotation marks today or yesterday and the video is is circulating circulating. and um, I'm sorry. I'm a bad person. It's funny. I'm sorry. Like the thing that does scare me is I don't know if you saw it. But there was also... No, 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 no. But there was also a B... I think it was a BBC, but there was a journalist that was also, like, attacked. I did see the journalists being chased, yeah. And it just, like... They they were on quite a different level. Like the journalist was they being were on very, very much chased, yeah. trying to get into his office. Yeah. And um, and the the police were there, and it was like scary. Yeah. Whereas this is like too. And also, it was drunk. a mob. They look drunk. Yeah, it was, it was a, a mob, mob of people like surrounding this is like... the houses of parliament. I think it was, and he was like yeah. leaving, and then they just started screaming at him and like getting in his face and he and, yeah, ran and he had ran. to ran ran back to the house apartment and they chased after him. Yeah. They jumped fences to try and get to him and the police just kinda of stood there like, What up bro? We don't really give a fuck. <laughs> and then the Met like before the Met saw the full video their response was, our police were not in the area. And then they watched the video and they had to retract their statement because the police, and I mean like tens what of police heads. are in the video. Yeah, so much police. But like, it's obviously on a very different level because this video is like two men who look like they could potentially be drunk or like just having a fucking laugh. They look like quite young. It seems like they're young. drunk and they also weren't, at least that I could make out, saying anything derogatory to him. They were just kind of being like, hi hey they looked yeah, like they just wanted to take yeah. a selfie and a video yeah with they him. were trying to take and... a selfie and a video with him and they thought that it was funny because they saw the guy that's always on tv in yeah. the street um but that that chris winnie just like, panicked he just was I, like get off me <laughs> he was like trying to duck out of this like hug like because <laughs> yeah, like, this is the thing people were describing it as a headlock and i was like bro he put his arm around your shoulder like yeah that's you it. made it a headlock by reversing out of it and ducking the only thing that does worry me is like people feeling like they does they have the right to access these people because yeah. they are like on tv or because their job no, yeah and... for sure it was like it was like yeah. not great behavior but they're calling these people thugs and saying that they put him into a headlock and assaulted him and i'm like okay um that that's that's if a that's if a news. woman tried to make that claim that that was what had happened to her. Imagine. Y'all would be shutting that shit down real quick. So I don't really want to hear it because Chris Whitty ultimately is fine. Like we don't need to shed any tears for him or for Matt Hancock or for any of the British government really. No. So. <laughs> Not at all. And lastly, 
I just want to say free Britney because yes, that's been a madness this week. She came out and gave a statement to a court hearing and they leaked the recording, mad, basically saying that she's been under control for the past yeah. I don't know, however many years under her conservatorship and that um, she has no way to control her own reproductive health and that they've been basically... I've been forced to get an IUD. Yeah, forced to have that and is not allowed to have any children because her dad says so, which is insane. It's kind of mad. It's honestly fucked up. And, yeah. like, the fact that this is so publicised now and I don't understand why it's still a thing. Like, I really can't get my head around it. Yeah, but... it's... Um, I think it's really complicated all of the like legal intricacies of it i know but it shouldn't be like it should not be complicated because unless somebody is very very mentally unwell that should not happen and it should end when they are mentally well again and britney is in a state where even if she was as mentally unwell as that to being at that level she should if she's saying no to one person like and it's not like a no in like she is specifically speaking out against her dad mm-hmm. and the, the the place that he's put her in they should be like okay like clearly she needs some help she needs some support let's let's put someone else in because this man is not doing that job properly yeah. that he has said he'll do but it's not even like there is no care or protection going out for this woman no it's really there crazy is, there is nothing and no it, one it's, is it's just it's just so convoluted her. and so complicated because there's multiple yeah. conservatorships placed on her there's like one that controls her finances and then there's one that controls her life and her decisions yeah. and things like that and it's it's i mean she makes the she made her the point herself she's like how am i in the <clears> position to be forced to work this many hours to make this amount of money that I'm making to employ and pay staff but yet I have no control to just like decide if I want to have a child or to go to a restaurant like that doesn't really add up it's kind of insane and that guy who made that video in 2007 about uh, oh Chris Crocker Chris Crocker yeah he's always been right I actually love Chris Crocker. I think he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But I can't remember. I feel like they made that video into an NFT and it sold for like a million dollars yeah, or some shit. Yeah, I think it did. Also, I just think, and, and we don't know for sure, but I just think this wouldn't happen to a straight man. I just I mean, think that he well, would have been listened to. That, that is the thing. They have been comparing other very much older men who are under the same kind of conservatorship and the treatment that they're getting the freedoms that they're allowed and it's very different it is very very different and reproductive rights do not even come into it and they're allowed to go places alone and make certain kinds of decisions on their own and yeah britney is not and it doesn't make any sense doesn't add up so free britney everybody yes free britney on that note, I don't, I don't even know how to end that. No, me either. <laughs> but should we move on to some school stories? Yes, 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 yes. I, I... am loving this because I have yeah. some school stories from submissions, some Ooh. school stories from me being at school, and mm-hmm. some school stories from being a teacher of just like shit that kids do. The variety <coughs> is delectable. Oh I love it. I have a few school stories from my memory of my time at school and I don't even know if I'll like remember all of them because there was just so many so many ridiculous things so many um, I've done the weirdest shit when I've been at school yes 100% 
the way that students behave in that environment and at that age I feel like there should just be like this covenant that no one should ever talk about what goes yeah. on in high schools when kids are like 12, however 13 14 here we are talking about it <laughs> and exposing ourselves <clears throat> and them <laughs> should we do our stories first and then we'll see how much time we've got for submissions yeah yeah let's do that mix it up a little bit yeah do you want to kick us off with one of yours oh god i've got three that kind of link together they're all like fairly short stories but they all relate to the to us being in year seven and being on a mobile site in like mobile classrooms so is year seven the first year of high school yeah that's the first year of secondary yeah so we were on a mobile site because our school was two sites and it was merging Mm -hmm. into one so they basically knocked one of the sites down and then just put up like mobile classrooms it was basically like being in a classroom in a caravan Um, And we were in those for the whole year. Weird shit happened in them because first of all, we'd just got secondary school. Also, it was just year seven and eight. So just the two youngest years. So we Mm -hmm. were not afraid like other people are when they go to secondary school. We had not been thrown in the deep end. There were no like big, scary 16, 17, 18 year olds. Right. It was just us 11, 12, 13 year olds like having a fucking joke. So one of the first things that we did, it came to April Fool's Day and uh we thought it would be fucking hilarious to cram into this tiny little cupboard in this classroom there were 30 Mm -hmm. of us Mm -hmm. so there was one girl that didn't want to get in she was really small and she was worried she would be trampled so we all left our bags (laughs) on our desks and um her name was nikki nikki stood behind her desk and the teacher came in his name was mr wells we used to call him wells the walrus because he was very old he had a mustache he used to spit (laughs) Um, oh gross bless his heart and wells the walrus was like where is everyone and nikki was like i don't know <laughs> their, their bags are here sir but i haven't seen them and go the on whole nikki. class and he was like oh, oh, like huffing about and we could all hear him and somebody burst into <laughs> laughter so we all erupted into laughter in this cupboard and wells opened the door and we like tumbled out because we literally were crammed in. Also, there was no handle on the inside of this door. So we were like fully Trapped. in there. And <laughs> Wells did not think it was funny. And he like brought up the Hillsborough crisis. You know, the <laughs> there was a thing that happened in uh, Liverpool in a football stadium where like seven people got trampled to death because like I think a fire alarm or something went off and people tried to escape the stadium something happened um and he like literally compared it to that and was like you could have died and we were like we were just playing a practical joke um in the same mobile classroom we had a ramp we had a set of stairs going up we had a ramp going downstairs Mm. and one lunchtime there was a girl called jasmine she is so wonderful and we made her run up and down the ramp whilst we all stood at the windows and threw grapes at her. And I cannot <laughs> tell you why. I have such vivid memories of this. And I just have no idea what happens. Um, that is hilarious. That sounds like great fun. At that it age. was so funny. My final great memory of being in a... I say great memory. This is quite traumatising. Of being in... Uh, a mobile classroom was i'd actually been in the canteen right so i'm just gonna tell it from my memory okay i was in the canteen and i walked i went to get this like you know like a school lunch cake that's like oh it it was like the best cake ever and they still Mm. do them at the secondary school i work at now and i have that (gasps) cake and they're just 
the best cake. It's like post Jamie Oliver era, like all of the sugar. Yeah. Delicious. So we like pre Jamie Oliver, no? Or is it put? Po- oh, it- I think oh. it must have been post. I think Jamie Oliver oh, was yeah, when I was true. in primary school because they got oh, rid yeah, of the true. turkey Twizzlers. And then oh, I think I got yeah. secondary school and they were like, fuck Jamie Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> Let's okay. give they these kids some sugar. Again. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah. So I'd been to get one of these delicious cakes and I came back and there was absolute carnage in my classroom like Mm -hmm. there were dinner ladies screaming the head teacher was there everyone was around there were girls shout i went to an all-girls school there were girls shouting at each other and i was like what the fuck has just happened and turns out as a bit of a joke there were two girls that were having like a joke fight they were like actually best friends i think they might still be friends now and one of them shut the other one out of the classroom the girl that then uh, and my whole class is in the classroom and the girl like holds her body against the door so that i'm gonna name them they're called phoebe and alex phoebe holds her body against the door so that alex can't get in and the whole rest of the class like crowd around phoebe because they want to know what's going on and at first it's like funny and it's jokey and it's like haha like we've shut alex out the classroom and then alex gets mad Mm. and (laughs) rips off part of the door frame which is wooden and has nails sticking out of it and then starts to threaten that she's gonna hit everyone in the class (laughs) she doesn't if they don't let her in so then at this point everyone's like no we're not we're not gonna let you in (laughs) which makes her more angry and um Anyway, Alex and Phoebe both got moved out of a class after that. Oh, shit. <laughs> they were not shit. welcome back. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That took a turn real quick. Just Didn't like, it? Yeah. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Do you know bodily harm? I will exact immense bodily harm upon all of you. <laughs> Madness. Wow. All girls' schools are mad. I also oh, went I to an all girls' school. Fucking loved my all girls' school. Oh God, I don't. I I don't think I did. Um, <laughs> to be honest, it was. It was. It was not that. Oh, well, at least in my year, anyway, it wasn't like the kind of camaraderie that you'd hope to see at an all girls' school. It was very much hierarchies and cliques and yeah, you can't sit with us and that kind of behavior. It was ridiculous, but what we did all come together or at least the moments when we did all come together as a class was when we had substitute teachers and we would just bully the life out of them oh like, fuck yeah just like they were in tears over our yeah. behavior and the stuff that we did it was really it's horrendous well, when you look back at it i mean yeah at the time great fun and we did do we did it to the substitute teachers that were that kind of that came in and base- and didn't have a lot of respect for us. So we yeah. were like, oh, well, well we're going to make your time a living hell then. So yeah. get brace yourself. But there was this one uh, woman that would come in. I forget her name now, but basically she was like a lot older. She had been a teacher and she was retired, but now she did substitution and she was like a lot heavier and everyone just kind of described her as a turtle. Um, funny how a lot of <laughs> describe teachers as animals. It's very common, common. Yeah, massively. Thing, but yeah, everyone just called her the turtle. And um, well, I think one time in our German classroom, we had like the languages classroom had like uh, this setup where like there was a classroom and then there was a storeroom and it was shared 
on another languages classroom we locked her in that shared storeroom and the teacher from the other languages classroom had to be the one to let her out and let her back into our classroom and then one time we locked her out of the ICT classrooms as well upstairs and they were next to the music rooms and it was the music teacher that had to come and rescue her from the hallway and drink it and get her back that that time was hilarious because she really was like about to rip the door off of the wall trying to get back into this classroom and we were all standing we were all standing on the tables just being like ah like singing songs at her through the window just just the worst just the worst shit and the time that she actually had a a, a little altercation with me there was renovations or something being done to or maybe there was exams on and they were doing the exams in that classroom that's why i can't remember but we were all like in rows in the in the assembly hall um like individual tables like exam style setup and she was just like sitting at the front and walking up and down the rows checking that we're all doing our work and by this time she knew our our class and knew that we were awful and uh was thankful that there were no doors that we could lock her (laughs) because the assembly hall didn't have lockable doors so (laughs) but at the front of the rows was a bunch of girls and they were started passing notes making fun of this woman's appearance and just talking about how ugly she was how fat she was how disgusting she was all this nasty nasty shit and she ended up getting the note and then was like oh thinking that it was going to be something personal with them decided oh i'm going to read this out for everybody to hear and then <laughs> get out and realized real quick that it was all about her and she did not want anybody to hear this she almost cried on the spot there that was that was intense and it, it, it was written on a piece of paper that had been torn out of one of our exercise books at the just after this had happened someone behind me was like oh i forgot my book can you like give me some papers so i ripped up a, a couple of sheets of paper from my exercise book and gave them to the person behind me and they were like oh no i just need one so she, she gave me the other one back so i set the ripped out piece of paper on my books on my desk and just was doing whatever exercise that we had to do but the way that i'd ripped it out of my exercise book was like identical to the way that the girls at the front of the rows had ripped out the piece of paper from their book and <laughs> so when she she was going up and down the rows and she saw this piece of paper that was identical to the piece of paper she'd just taken off the other girls which logically doesn't make any sense like why would I automatically now have that paper that she had confiscated already doesn't make any sense but she said oh I know where I've seen this before in a very aggressive tone to me and just snatched the piece of paper off my desk in a big like dramatic fashion and went to read out what was on it and it was completely blank and she like flipped it over and did like this whole double take it's like I'm keeping this blank piece of paper just in case I used it as like a propaganda tool against her and I was like oh wow we broke this woman we broke this woman today that was (laughs) that was so intense oh I do remember this other time that didn't involve a teacher but a lot of inappropriate behavior on our part when we were in the first year of high school I think there was builders in to fix the roof, the tiles on the roof, and one of the builders happened to be like fit ni- nineteen or something, and very <laughs> attractive. And um, everyone was like, "Oh my god, that builder, that builder!" You know. And it was those days of Bebo. Oh, people. what a throwback! Yeah, for people not in the UK and Ireland, it was kind of like a MySpace thing. So we find him on Bebo, and his entire Bebo page was just naked pictures of himself. <laughs> 
and didn't like actually just, naked like fully naked oh, like Jesus. just full-on naked pictures of him dick out every single fucking picture every like his profile picture everything was just fucking him naked hell. i know it was disturbing and yeah. but of course us being 12 circulated all of those pictures <laughs> <laughs> oh bloody hell just sent them around the whole school and but like this guy was like picking up 16 year olds in our school like he would come by in his car and just pick That's up girls okay. leaving leaving the gate and just drive off with them in his car being like oh yeah i'm gonna take you girls somewhere and oh we were jesus like, yeah but everyone has seen his fucking penis Pen- yeah everyone's seen it literally everybody god so um yeah that was funny oh when you were telling that first story i have some really shameful memories of being really 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 horrible to a french teacher oh Um, no and essentially gaslighting this teacher and i I was talking with some other teachers today about staff (laughs) about kids that gaslight us and how horrible it is and uh i'd blank this from my memory but we had a french Mm. teacher who was genuinely was not a great teacher Um, Not that that justifies her being gaslit. But essentially, we would all be little shits. And um, Mm -hmm. one lesson, every time she turned around to face the board, we would move our tables backwards. Every single time. (laughs) (laughs) It got to the point where our whole class was as far back as we could go. Um, One time she... That's funny. That is funny. She came to have a go at me for something, probably not mm-hmm. doing anything in her lesson. And I, um, the girl sat next to me was one of my best friends. And she was like stood in front of me, but so that I could still see the girl next to me. And yeah. I caught the eye of the girl next to me and just burst into laughter. Like, you know, like uncontrollable fits of giggles. Yeah. And the teacher was like, Georgia, why are you making Maddie laugh when I'm very clearly having a conversation with her? And I was like, <laughs> yeah georgia why are you making me laugh and like georgia hadn't done anything totally ruined the moment of miss trying to tell me off another time she was in the middle of having a go at me and i also had sun cream on the table and i had been like getting it out and like putting it everywhere and throwing it across to people in the class it was a really hot day Mm. and um just covering myself with it and literally like chucking it lobbing it getting it everywhere Mm. Yeah. And she came to have a go at me and sent me out of the classroom. And I went to see my head of house and said, um, her name was Miss Gunn. I was like, Miss no. Gunn's just sent me out of the class for putting sun cream on Miss. And I don't really understand why that's an issue. <laughs> and the head, of, the head of my house took me back to the classroom and was like, Maddie's allowed to put sun cream on. And the teacher was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Once she oh sent me God. out for talking and I was stood outside and then I opened the door and shouted to the girl that was sat at my table to throw me my empty water bottle so that I could fill it up. And then the whole class threw their empty water bottles at me and I kept running <laughs> to and from the water fountain <laughs> while she uncontrolled, like had no control over this oh. class. and was like, stop throwing things! Stop filling up the water bottles! No more! And I was just like taking them. Oh wow! So I oh, I wow. don't remember her being in school for after that point. So mm. I think we might have driven her to the point of like just, yeah, just broke her. Job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is horrible. Ooh, yeah, it is a little bit. Um, 
Oh, God. I never really got, like, really in trouble with teachers because I was a little pussy who didn't really do anything except, like, talk a bit too much. Yeah, um, but I not, I mainly was, apart from this one woman who I clearly didn't like very just, much. Yeah. I, I had one beef with uh, my religious studies teacher because we were <laughs> diametrically opposed on ideological uh, issues. That's fine. <laughs> I just took a real issue with him and... Um, just wanted to disrupt his class as much as possible. Um, just like, never did a single shred of fucking work. Never, uh, like anything to get out of it. And like, I mean, I suppose I wasn't bad. I wasn't a bad kid, but the shit that I got off with doing in class is just kind of like, why, why, why wouldn't you not yeah. just do your work, Ashley? Like, I remember one physics lesson, and this was like GCSE. wasn't like like first year or anything it was GCSE and I spent the entire lesson pretending to be the crucified Jesus I have no idea (laughs) what possessed me but I cut up my physics workbook and made myself a crucifix like not crucifix I made myself a crown of thorns and I drew holes in my hands and just spent the entire lesson pretending to be the crucified Jesus at the back of the classroom. Your and RE throwing... teacher might have loved it. Yeah, exactly. If, if I'd done that in RE, maybe he would have yeah, preferred yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and then, like, we'd just throw paper at people who were trying to do work and just, like, absolutely, I love ridicu- that. absolutely ridiculous behaviour. Like, And there was one time that got really hated between our form teacher and me and a friend of mine at the time. I forget what year we were in. Must have been like fourth or fifth year. I can't remember. We she was just very tense, and she was trying to get control of the classroom, and we were just like not having it that morning for whatever reason, like the entire class. And we don't. Me and my friend in particular had already been like screamed at for for say for talking or saying anything, and, and had been singled out. And she said something really just like out of left field in like a monologue that she was doing about something and my friend just turned and gave me a side eye and like raised her eyebrows if like the fuck bitch and I'm like give her the look back as if like yeah this bitch is crazy but we didn't say anything and then she came over and just dressed us down for like 20 minutes like grilling us being like you're talking to my classroom and we were like we literally didn't say a word and she was like I saw your mouse move and we we're like well then you have really amazing eyesight because that <laughs> didn't actually happen and you're seeing a reality that doesn't exist and like we just had like this intense just like argument in the middle of the classroom while we were supposed to be doing that. something else of just like you were talking I saw you and just like literally you're seeing things then you crazy psychopath like I don't, yeah, I mean, it, we, the, my friend had in particular made this teacher cry over creative differences for putting on a play for the entire school because we had to put on, like, all the classes would take turns in putting on some kind of performance on Thursdays and assemblies and it was our class's turn to put on a play of some sort or, like, some kind of performance and we were going to... Our group in English class had, like, ha- kind of together written this play about the divide in Northern Ireland and made it into a comedy Classic. and the art made English. it into a comedy <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a really funny like Catholics versus Protestants like but like much ado about nothing kind of version of it and it was it was quite funny and my friend was the one who like wrote most of it because we'd all taken in turns to write one uh, for our drama class and all of the English teachers adored it and were like you need to do that at the assembly you need to do that at the assembly and so when we were do, like rehearsing it for the assembly like the day of the 
teacher came with all these changes and took out all of the really funny lines that were could also be perceived Aww. as potentially offensive but like, like <laughs> we were using slurs but not using them in like a derogatory way we were using them in like yeah. a it was quite clever. Like, it was a clever. Like, everyone really loved it. But, like, she was like, no, we can't do this. We can't have this. We can't have that. And so there was a screaming match in the middle of the assembly just before we were supposed to perform it. And uh, she ran out of the assembly hall in tears. And uh, we never got to perform it. It was very sad. But, um, yeah, she was. Aww. She just hated us so, so much. It was, uh, it was not good. Not good at no. all. Would you like some stories from being a secondary school teacher uh, this is why i wanted to do this theme like this is why because uh, as soon as we said about doing this podcast i was like the stories from her job are going to be fantastic because kids do you know change. what the thing is kids are fucking insane and hilarious yeah at the same time i am obviously for uh safeguarding sake gonna have to rename them and last time i did harry potter characters so this time i'm gonna do simpsons characters there we go um <laughs> Brilliant. But to start off with, your RE story reminded me of, this is not my story, this is another woman who I work with. Basically, she's a PE teacher, mm-hmm. and the PE teachers often teach RE. And we've got a right. very, very really? bright girl. Yeah. Okay. Because we don't have any RE specialist teachers in the school. So Good. Fuck. People that have, RE. like, a subject where they don't have, like they don't have that class very many times a week yeah might also be given an re class or something or pshe so we've got this pe teacher teaching re and it was a parents evening and if a parent books an appointment with you you have to do it and she was like why am i doing re parents evenings like who the fuck wants an re parents evening yeah and this was during covid so everything was on the phone Mm. this really bright girl we're gonna call her lisa Mm -hmm. um her parents both professors yeah very very bright had booked an appointment with this teacher right they'd also i teach elisa history so they'd had an appointment with me they were brilliant this re appointment was straight after mine and we were also all on a group chat like discussing how our parents evenings were going because mm-hmm. we were doing it over the phone and i was like yeah just spoke to lisa's parents like all good blah 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 and the pe teacher was like yeah they're gonna call i'm gonna call them now and <laughs> the parents <laughs> answered the phone and said yeah, we don't really believe in uh, religion. We think it's a waste of Lisa's time that she's doing it. We're not really sure why we bothered to book an appointment with you, so we won't waste your time. Bye. <laughs> and they'd gone out of their way to book an appointment to then answer the phone and say that. I was like, why? Why? That is so unnecessary. Also, so I mean, I agree with them, but I, mean, I know. <laughs> that is completely unnecessary. That was hilarious. Oh. Then I've got, in year seven, I've got a tiny, tiny child. Let's call him Bart. Mm-hmm. And Bart... A tiny, tiny child. <laughs> Bart is tiny. He's very small. And Bart can either be the nicest, sweetest, loveliest child who will come into your classroom and be like, Miss, I did the homework this week. And Miss, I'm really sorry that I missed last lesson. And Miss, it's so great to see you. Mm-hmm. Or he is the actual devil and i mean like i have had three teaching assistants trying to get bart physically out of my classroom and he has like ran in circles i've had him rip up other students books before like bart is fucking uncontrollable and normally this happens towards the end of the day because bart cannot handle 
six hours at school. He just can't do it. Right. Is he younger than his year group? No. No? No, he, he's got ADHD. Oh, right. But we've got quite a few students with ADHD, and they manage it better than Bart does. So mm. yeah, anyway. Bart's not handling things well. <laughs> Bart is an, on another level. <laughs> so Bart um, came into my lesson. It was period five. I have them... We have is a it really bad table. that I'm just imagining like a little dog? I feel really bad for that, but just, <laughs> just he sometimes is like that, like the energy of a of a of a dog, a naughty yeah. puppy. And I already knew it's a really problematic class. Their period five is like my worst lesson of the fortnight. I have them once in a period five, and I was like dreading it. Bart comes in. Bart often isn't in because he has lots of extra provisions or he goes to like isolation or whatever if he's been naughty and things like that mm-hmm. Bart came in and I was like oh great whilst I'm doing the register everybody's in silence they're all getting on with their work whilst I'm doing it yeah. Bart gets out a rubber ball and starts <laughs> bouncing it repetitively on the table and I'm like mm-hmm. Bart you need to stop Bart looks me in the eyes and keeps going and I was like Bart you need to bring that to my desk now and you can have it at the end of the lesson. Bart looks me in the eyes and goes, no. Uh. So I went to Bart and I, as he bounced it, mid-bounce, took it out of the air and I was like, <gasps> thank God I pulled that off. Oh. And I was like, you can have it back at the end of the lesson. Get back to my desk. I'm feeling all proud of myself. I get the register up again, ready to keep going. All of a sudden, I hear the noise again. Bart has just pulled, comically, another one out of his pocket. (laughs) And this happens (laughs) seven times, Ashley. This exact thing happens seven times. He had seven fucking balls? It ends up with me and four balls on my desk and Bart and three balls on his desk just being like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And if I wasn't in the classroom, like basically crying, it would be comical. Unfortunately for me, I didn't find it comical. <laughs> that is so funny. I do wonder sometimes like in those situations, what would happen if you just kind of broke the like teacher mode for a second and just like we're like good one that's actually like really funny <laughs> i wonder how I they do. would respond as kids like every now wonder. and again i do and they think it's quite funny and then but do but, they but do they give more respect then do they then continue really to depends listen on the type of kid yeah massively but an example of when i did do that was this weekend on a school trip perfect time to when, do it oh yeah we were taking a bunch of year nines up to Sheffield to go to the Peak District for the weekend. Uh-huh. Me and a fellow staff member um, who is also a podcast listener and oh, is yay. less qualified than I am. And it's quite difficult to be less qualified than I am at this point. So I was the most <laughs> senior <laughs> member. What does that mean? As in, like, this is my first year of teaching. She is not a teacher. She has not started her teacher <gasps> right, training. <okay. laughs> so I was the most, me, a first year teacher, was the most senior member of staff on this right. trip. And these kids, it's like seven hours door to door from from the school to Sheffield where we were going. Right, yeah. And um, the kids were brought loads of sweets. Totally fine, no problem. They buy, do you know, like Willy Wonka nerds? Like the tiny, they're tiny little things. Yeah. And basically, um, there's two boys. Only one of them needs to be named for the sake of this. We're going to call him Homer. (laughs) And... 
The two boys are sharing these nerds and Homer keeps knocking them over. And every time he does, I have to take the bin bag over and make Homer pick them all up and put them all in the bin. Mm-hmm. And I'm just chatting away to this other member of staff and all of a sudden I hear them knock again. And I turn around and I'm like, Homer. And he's like, miss, it wasn't even me. Why do you always think it's me? Mm. And I was like, Homer, why do you think I think it's you? And he went, deadpan. Didn't even realise what he said until afterwards. He went, uh, I guess it's because I'm always touching all the nerds, innit? And I fucking pissed myself. I absolutely burst into laughter. And as soon as he clocked what he said, he also burst into laughter. And then all the teachers were like, Miss thinks that's well funny. And I was like, it's fucking hilarious. And I've never, like, he's like the most, like, thinks he's hard little boy. And he's like, it's because I always touch all the nerds in it. I was like, that's the best thing i've ever heard oh my I loved god it. in it fam in it. <laughs> oh my god they also they taught me some words they taught me painting which you i didn't knew. know i knew, pen- I knew the word painting yeah they taught me ops like oh. they said to me and the other teacher are you are you going into she- are you just going into sheffield that's not what they said <laughs> They said, are you going into Sheffield for some ops? And we were like, some what? And they were like, ops, like opportunities, like men. (laughs) I was like, no, we're not going in for some ops. (laughs) How Um, old are these children? Like 14. Okay. Yeah. They taught me that it's cool to give out your Snapchat handle. We don't give out numbers anymore. We give out Snapchat handles. Snapchat is dead? Are you kidding No. They don't use WhatsApp. They have like group chats on Snapchat. Oh my god, so Jeez. weird. Snapchat came so out when weird. I was in high school. Snapchat is and now it's dead. not cool. The only reason I have Snapchat is because my stepmom sends me pictures on it. Like nobody I know would use it. No, Snapchat is well dead, fam. Like yeah. get with the times. Jesus well Christ. dead, fam. They're well not listening. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can tell them that I told them that they're not that they're lame and not cool at all. I will do. <laughs> My friend Ashley said Snapchat is well dead fam. (laughs) (laughs) My final story was a total, like, this was right at the start of my teaching career. Yeah. And I just forgot for a minute that I was a teacher. And again, it was with year nine and it was with quite a big name on campus. His name is not Mo. His name is so much better than Mo. And the story is going to work less well if I don't use his name. But for the sake of safeguarding, he's going to be called Mo. He is named after a a famous David Bowie song character. My mind's rushing trying to think of David Bowie I'll I'll, I'll tell you later. But um, this boy was in my... He walked into my classroom and he was bragging about all the detentions he got. Oh, I've got a 90-minute detention tomorrow. Oh, I don't even give a shit. Like, rah, 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 rah. Bragging, bragging, talking to everybody, distracting everybody. I walked up to him. So we were at, like, face to face. And I just went, like, literally not even thinking about it. I went, Mo Babes, no one cares. (laughs) And he went, (laughs) Jesus Christ. He went, Miss, did you just call me Babes? And I was like, (laughs) no. (laughs) Sit down. And he sat down and he didn't say a word. He did not say a word for the rest of the lesson. It really worked. Mo babes, no one cares. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. I, I because I it. like freaked out, so I just pretended it never happens. And <laughs> so no you gaslit him. him. <laughs> I gaslit him. <laughs> Mister, did you just call me babes? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that 
is too good. That is too good. Oh my god. I find it so bizarre that they actually call you miss. I feel like it's so weird. Oh my god, yeah. And now I respond to it like wherever I am. Like if I'm out and about and there's other schools. More like the thing of like like English kids actually call their teachers, oh miss or mister, sir. Miss? Sir? So weird. Why, what do you say in Northern Ireland? You use their full names. Like Miss Warren. I'd always be Miss Warren. Yeah. No, like, honestly, to the point where, like, kids don't know my name for the first term because I'm just Miss. That's it so will take weird. them so long to, like, learn what my name is because I'm just Miss. We know our first and last names of the teachers. We're not allowed to use our first names. I thought you meant me and you. No, right. <laughs> yeah, we do know our first and last names. <laughs> well, why don't we? I don't call you Miss Warren. I know your name. <laughs> they, they mostly know their own first and last names. Not always. <laughs> we had some issues with the year 10 mocks where we realised that some of them don't know what a surname is. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't know what a surname is. It was like, is. write your surname oh, they would and say your first like, name. Last name. Last name. Right, okay. And they're like, what's my surname? It's like, what the fuck do you... I like, do remember uh? having that. Well, I, I remember kids in my class had the same thing when we had, like, first exams. They were like, surname? <laughs> like, they were so nervous about the exam that they were like, I don't know what does surname mean again. I Can't forget. It's mad. <laughs> oh, oh, would so you like funny. to hear some... Would you like to hear some stories? I'm always up for some stories. Some submissions. This is vile and is along the line of the the first ever story, your embarrassing story that you told. Oh, in episode one. Really? Oh, Bible. Yeah, yeah that along, along the, the lines, lines of that story. Of the Bible story. Mm, this will be good. Most of them are quite short. It says, one of my friends spunked in our head of year's office as revenge for giving him isolation. Oh. Imagine walking That's into your office and finding disgusting. out that a teenager has come on your oh, chair or desk or that's so disturbing that isn't is, it vile like absolutely that is so vile. disturbing just also like what the yeah fuck? what the f- not even like the fact that it was purposeful is scary yeah that is terrifying vile queen of first dates then messaged me saying fuck all what a little nerd i was <laughs> and then continued on whatsapp to send me a very long story which i will read in a minute which i haven't read yet so i don't know how good it is um someone submitted to and it i don't know this person super well but it just told me so much about the type of school they went to (laughs) their first story is a horse escaped and went into my classroom sorry what a A horse horse? did they go to private school and the second story is (laughs) one of my friends couldn't get transport to a last exam so he turned up in a combine harvester Oh, they went to a farming school. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Where the fuck are you from? Oh, the country. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. To be fair, my cousin went to a country school and regularly there was a swan that would just, or was it a duck, a massive duck or a chicken? I can't remember. It was some kind of barnyard <laughs> bird that would just constantly roam the corridors. Yeah. One of my friends has given a really heartfelt story, which melted me a bit. and he said my fondest memory of school is when my teachers had all been called in for an emergency briefing one morning about me a few of them thought i was being expelled because i was such a little shit they found out that i was that a care order had been signed for me and i was going into care without saying anything to me they made sure that the moment the school at that moment that the school bell didn't go after the meeting with the social work 
after my meeting with my social worker so that if I wanted to lash out I could do it privately without classes crossing and people gawping at me what actually mm. happened was I broke down on my deputy head teacher in the corridor and I later learned that all of the teachers in that corridor stood at their windows to their doors of their respective classrooms so that nobody could see out they oh. then went above and beyond to offer me their old microwaves futons and so on when I found my first flat a few years later and moved out <gasps> oh even God. after I'd left that school oh my god which absolutely that's, melted me that is actually that's so oh i can't even cope with that story that is so precious it's so nice oh my god we did not have the kind of understanding teachers that that person had i know oh god oh. i then have a less heart felt story which is somewhat my my friend has submitted it to me but i was present uh, okay. And we were on a school trip to France. We'd it, we were in year twelve, Ooh. but there was some year twelves and some year nines. Okay. And as year twelves, we'd been given pretty much freedom to go wherever we wanted. We had the teacher's number. We were just supposed to like meet at certain times at certain places. Yeah. And we were late for one of the. Uh, meetings because Emily, my friend who has messaged in, mm -hmm. got shot on by a bird. And oh. my teacher texts me saying, why are you late? Or, or where are you or something? And I said, I'm really sorry, Emily's been shat on. And the teacher replied, <laughs> by who? <laughs> Which was my favourite response ever. <laughs> by Oh dear. I mean, your fault for not clarifying, but that is Duh. fantastic. <laughs> and then Pierre. Pierre. Shall Pierre. <laughs> Pierre the pigeon. Um, this is, I'm going to read word for word um, Queen of First Date story because I haven't read it at all yet. So this okay. is no proofreading gone into this. Whoa, love that. In year 10, I made a petition to my science teachers because they made me do a piece of physics coursework and I wanted to do a biology piece of coursework, which was my strongest science. For context, in year 10, I did double science. This this is so... Oh my God, so, Queen of First Dates. Oh God. <laughs> Before I go into this any further, Queen of First Dates tells stories horrendously because she gives way too much detail. So I feel like we might be veering into that here. For context, in year 10, I did double science. Then I dropped drama at the end of year 10 and took up triple science and did both exams at the end of year 11. So in year 10, we didn't... <laughs> so in year 10, we didn't do a piece of coursework for each science. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know if we needed that context. No, I don't think it makes it any more understandable. No. <laughs> anyway. The teachers eventually gave in, but I felt so guilty about it that I cried at parents' evening because I thought the teach I was scared the teachers were going to tell my parents I had been naughty. Then she says, ha ha ha, this is a very Queen of First Dates story. Then she said, I've never had a detention, so this fits with that vibe. Then she says, side note. <laughs> This was also a flex because when I transferred to triple science, there were some not very nice boys who were like, why are you even here? You're not good enough to be here. And in my first physics lesson, I did blow up a piece of equipment by accident, but <laughs> I did leave with GCSEs of A star AA that I'd oh done in God. a year. So don't let the bastards <sighs> grind you down. And then she said, 
One of these boys was the same boy who made me cry when a glass bowl broke and in cooking and he blamed me. And one time, my shirt undid under my apron in cooking as well as well and my boobs and bra were on show to everyone and I didn't even realise and then he made me cry about that too. He wasn't very nice. I think I'll just leave that there. <laughs> very, very Oliver oh, bonus selection of stories from Queen school. of First Dates and my boyfriend are the exact same person. Can I oh, tell really? you the story that my boyfriend wanted to submit? Yeah, yes, please. <laughs> oh god. So in he was like in year four, so sorry, he been sorry, like I'm, eight. Just, I'm just comparing. Like she made a petition to want to do biology while I sat in my physics class pretending to be crucified <laughs> <by> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you're very different people. <laughs> You're very, um, oh god i'm a child of the theater the theater a child the of the theater of the theater no, no surprise we already know you like musicals apparently yeah um <laughs> so my partner was in year four and he played the saxophone in uh primary school apparently and secondary well, school. i played the oboe oh my god maybe you and no you're not you're not the same person <laughs> <laughs> definitely not no no zero percent um <laughs> Want to date and, me? No, <laughs> and um, basically, there was a school show coming on. It was going to be Greece, and Ooh. I think in summer nights, there's like they wanted someone to like mime the saxophone solo, <laughs> and just mime it though. My partner said <laughs> they'd asked him to do it, uh-huh. and he said he point blank refused. <laughs> he would not mime it. He would only do it if they would actually let him play it. And he was like, I'm putting my foot down. And they were like, okay, cool. We'll get someone else to do it. Like, that's absolutely (laughs) And so, unlike Queen of First Dates, who succeeded in her petition, he did not succeed. But they are the fucking same person. That is so funny. That is so funny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, you not you need to respect my art. Um I'm only going to I'm only going to perform if you respect my art, my practice. <laughs> Come on. Anyone could mime it. I could play it. And they're like, no, you're right, anyone could mime it. You're right. I have I've I've not read all of the stories because i actually had quite a lot so i have left some out right yeah, Pro- probably should have left queen of first dates out sounds like it <laughs> sounds like it but she's become a regular contributor we need to arrange with her when we can have a live phone in and, yeah uh, the thing is oh. and this is also so oliver bonus oh. um queen of first dates calls her, oh she's gonna hate me for saying this queen of first dates calls her dad Fate zooms her dad at nine o'clock every night, not so they could have a catch up, but so they can watch an episode of The West Wing together. But they don't even actually watch it together; they watch it on separate TVs and just use Zoom to like communicate during it every every day at nine o'clock. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from today, because she's currently flying from Belfast back home. Right. Okay. But yeah. Um, so, and how many episodes I'm, of The West Wing are left? May I? May, oh, God, may I, I have no idea. 
<laughs> I mean, is it possible that she could do a phone in with us one night and then watch two episodes the next night? Is I that, I'm um... I think she might. She then tried I love how to we're scheduling her on. The she was trying to make a plan with me, and she was like, "Well, basically, I'm really busy this week, but I could maybe do like." I could potentially do Monday, but I can't really do Monday. And then I'm flying on Tuesday, so I definitely can't do Tuesday. And then I, I also can't do Wednesday or Thursday, and and I can't do Friday. And and the conversation just went like this, and I was like, okay, we'll we'll find another time. <laughs> we'll reconvene in the future, soon, shall we? Soon. It. Um, but yeah, it's coming. Pending. Soon. Yeah. To be. I've also had continued. a message of someone else who's interested in doing a live phone in with <gasps> us. Um, yes. Yes. So the world's biggest ABBA fan. Oh, like literally the world's biggest album. That's very so, promising. That is very, so very promising. promising. Dream oh. content. So exciting. Oh, suppose... uh, oh, what? Speaking of uh-huh. themes of the week, should we do weird celebrity interactions? Oh, that's an interesting one. Or is it too niche? It's like not, met it's... a celebrity, spoke to a celebrity on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I suppose it's not that niche. I'm trying to think if I have any. I don't think. And if it doesn't work, we can just go back to drunk stories. We can do niche celebrity interactions or Or drunk stories. Drunk stories. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever people have available. Yeah. Niche drunk celebrity stories. (laughs) (laughs) When two worlds collide. (laughs) Yeah. Let's try that and let's see what happens. Yeah. Let us know if you have any interesting celebrity digital or in-person experiences and uh if not tell us a drunk story because we're always up for those and another thing Mm -hmm. one of the grounds for my re-relationshipping with my partner i've Mm -hmm. never used that word before and i hate it (laughs) re-relationshipping never heard that it uh, um Works. It wasn't a term that I suggested, it was a term that he suggested, was that if we okay. ever want to reach out with the Tinder outreach program, I am allowed to download Tinder purely for podcast purposes. That makes so sense. Just, just in case anyone is freaking out when we brought up drunk stories again, and it's like, <laughs> it's not going to be the same. Um, I can always download Tinder. <laughs> so hey, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking to exploit you. <laughs> get in touch <laughs> because once again we truly hate white male joy exactly that's <laughs> our entire agenda with our lives with yeah. this podcast with everything that we put into our Every- everything it's, it's my my mission is to destroy white male joy wherever i find it so that's <laughs> what i strive and thrive to do so mo babes nobody cares <laughs> Soz babes, Soz babes, fantastic. And that's it. I'm done talking now. I think I think we've I think we've covered all our bases. I think we've humiliated Queen of First Dates enough. And <laughs> told all our stories. Oh, I hope you enjoy, enjoyed this, guys. Uh, this was hope fun. you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it there. Um, we had uh, Jesus. Oh, hope you Jesus enjoyed it. Fuck oh, Jesus. I hope you're oh, still listening. My goodness. So we have an Irish teaching assistant at school, uh-huh. and people always like not take the mick out of her, but like in a really loving way, like mock her when she says, "Oh Jesus, Mary, Mother, and Joseph." Oh, does she and say I'm that? like. You don't realise that people just say that. Like, that just is an everyday phrase that people say. (laughs) Jesus, Mary, Mother and Joseph, by God. (laughs) Literally. Just the most Irish, Northern Irish thing in the world. (laughs) It is. It is a bit caricature-ish, but, you know, people do actually say it. Yeah. Massively. And on that note. Yeah. That'll be 
ass off for That'll the be evening. Us. That'll be us. Hurrah. Yeah, hurrah. <laughs> right, so. Off we pop. <laughs> Keep in touch. <laughs> I'm going to go and get in the shower. I also yeah. need to do that. Look at us. Look at us. Life the podcast dirty. And then you can clean afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I think I've gone insane. <laughs> And this is what happens. This is what happens we just when we're recorded together. recorded for an hour and 35 minutes and I could not tell you what's I have, happened. I just have no Maddie, idea. Maddie, we started this episode talking about diluting gist for like 10 minutes. Like we literally <laughs> were like, diluting gist? Diluting gist. Squash. No, I think I was like squash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and then gosh. we even debated that. It was fantastic. It was, it's been riveting. I hope everybody has uh, had a very, very entertaining time with us this week. This might be, we might have peaked. Maybe we're going to. I think so. This is the best. This is the best episode. <laughs> Everyone keeps saying the junk episode was the best. I disagree. The, the dilute and just squash debate has been the, the peak for us, really. Please mention that on the live stream when you go on the Instagram page in July. Dilute and Joyce. Oh, yeah, I need yeah. to submit some stuff for that. But yes. Yeah. Sure I will. I'm sure I'll remember. To yeah, you need to that. you need yeah, that if they want to talk about stats, then uh it's the it's the squash debate that got everybody listening. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah. What do you call your squash, eh? But yeah. <laughs> so Thanks. before we get back into this debate, have a great night. Thanks so much to Emmett who is in Thank Canada you, now out of quarantine. So oh, fantastic. There's, there's, yeah, still still singing along. At still having a wee sing song. Emmett, is that what? What is his Instagram handle? Is it? It's, it's Emmett official. Is that saying. it? Yeah, I think, I so. think it is. I just it's freaked myself Emmett out. Official. I'm, it's I'm just Emmett E M E T official. Yes. So thanks, Emmett, and yeah. thank you, Ashley, for and thank you, Maddie, for joining me this evening. Life. Oh, any any Tuesday, not any, any other Tuesday. evening, but no, any Tuesday. never any other day of the week, no, no. but any Tuesday, any Tuesday. I'm all yours. So, guys, I'll, we'll see you on Friday. And, Ashley, I'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Have a great weekend, guys. And uh, Bye, guys. stay fancy. Stay fancy. <laughs> <laughs>